Hello. Hello. It's a true neutral asks. Asks. It's another happy little Saturday morning question here for everybody. (laughs) Sometimes it just it sounds way more like a like a quest cartoon than a question. Mm Mm-hmm. But like. I know that it is a question cartoon, like it's a question cartoon morning. I just feel like quest tune. Yeah. Instead of question tune. I, I, I see that. I understand how you would get that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Unfortunate, but I understand. <laughs> Today, True Neutral is going to ask... What's the deal with Fred Krueger? Oh, like the, like the the the, the pedophile murderer. Yeah. So uh, the the pedophile part technically isn't in the originals. I I. It's I, left up to speculation, but it's heavily implied. It's it is in the original. No, okay, so I just have very, very recently watched the original four movies. I just got an eight pack <laughs> of Nightmare on Elm Street movies them? for my birthday. And I very recently have watched the first four movies. Dream Warriors is the best one, right? We'll get to that. <laughs> it's my, my overarching question. You've seen, I assume, the first four movies. Yes, I have. I believe there's two more in the original lineup, and then I have Wes Craven's night, New Nightmare, uh-huh. uh, which is the meta reboot that he made. Right. And then um, the last one that came in the pack of movies is Freddy vs. Jason. Which we're not going to talk about. I have seen that movie, but it's not canonical to both of those universes. And honestly, is just a ridiculous movie. I saw that one on cable TV once. Yeah, it's... I can't remember. Is that the one where Jason kills a motherfucker with another fucker that he's got trapped in a sleeping bag? I think maybe. Yeah, I think that... That sounds familiar. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that is that one. Hmm. It's a ridiculous movie. Indeed. Um... (laughs) So, but my my problem that I'm seeing across these movies is that Freddy Krueger himself is fucking inconsistent as fuck. Like, not the acting. Robert England is amazing. And, and his quote-unquote powers, um, being able to get into the Elm Street kids' dreams and then manipulate their dreams and kill them within the dream, thereby killing them in real life. Right. Is it only Elm Street children? That is, yes, made very clear in the third and fourth movie. Okay. I, I was just making sure that it was, like, the parents can't be affected. Like, it's not parents at all. No. No, because in all four of the original movies, he is only ever called out as being a child murderer. Very specifically, they say child murderer. Right. Multiple times a movie. Well, right. But they have to specify that because the if only... they say pedophile, it's got to be rated R. <laughs> like hard R, no matter what. And I'm pretty sure at least the first couple, no, like all of these are PG-13, right? I have no idea. No, I think they're all rated R. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Googling. I don't, I don't have it with me. I'm Googling. I don't have it with me. Um... But the 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 powers that he has, so in the first movie, right? Like let's let's just go over the way people die, basically, because in the first movie, when he does things in the dream, that thing happens basically one for one, almost in real life. 
when right like the cuts on the girl yeah like the cuts on the girl when johnny depp gets pulled into the the pool of blood in his bed in his bed and then it just fountains blood everywhere (laughs) and all that blood is real everyone runs in yeah the the cops show up and the the lunch there he's like i'll get the body bag he's like you're gonna need a mop not a body bag like and uh (laughs) what a good line right (laughs) um but then in the in the second movie, right? Because they get rid of him. Uh, I don't rated R. You're right. I don't remember how they get rid of him in the first one, off the top of my head. Right, this second. They they just realize they. Oh yeah, they, they just believe. feel like he yeah he's not you're not real you're a dream yeah. you're not real and that gets rid of him yeah and he's they, gone then they beat him with the power of thought yes 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 <clears throat> but at the end of the movie he's back or whatever because right. there's that end scene of they get in the car and then he's driving the bus. Right. As they go to school. And... Uh, there's always that lingering doubt. Mm-hmm. Because well, somebody's always a little afraid. Yeah. So, and then there was just, just the one girl. There was, you know, the, the the final girl that lived. Yeah. Right? When she's always, like, that's just PTSD at that point. She's yeah. always going to have that. And the second movie, she's not in the second movie. No. Um, it follows uh, a different kid that now lives in the same house that she used to live in. Right, right. Because you, starts... would, you would move after that. Yeah. Um, well, no. What happens is is uh, she goes crazy and gets sent to an insane asylum. And then her mom, uh, who is divorced from her dad at that point, ends up committing suicide. Are you sure Freddy can't go into her dreams? I'm not entirely sure because when she shows up in the third movie, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. So the second movie, this kid is living in the same house that she used to live in, and he starts having dreams about Freddy, but Freddy's not trying to kill him. Freddy makes him go find the glove that's been hidden in the boiler of that house that her oh, mom used right. to have, and then he makes him go out and kill for him. Well, that's dumb. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that's how that movie goes. Freddy never doesn't kill anybody. Well, Freddy kills them, but he, like, possesses this kid who is wearing his glove and then kills the people. See, I remember... I, I binged these a couple years ago. The the f- first four, I just binged them. I think I've just got the pack of four. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just did one after the other, and... Uh, yeah, Dream Warriors was my favorite because it was the most memorable. Because I, I, I just do not remember that at all. Yeah, and I don't remember how that kid gets rid of him either. Um, probably the, the power of, of belief. No, it's not. It's different in every movie. This, that's that's the thing. Uh, that's does another. Someone love him. Though that's enough. That's, is that's, that it? I don't remember, man. The, the number two is by far my least favorite. It is just not a very memorable movie, like at all. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I didn't like it very much. Um, Freddy's Revenge. Yeah, yeah. It's not very good. Um, then in number three, Dream Warriors, your wait, favorite. Wait, wait, yeah. Well, let's, let's hold up on two for a second. I just want to read the, this synopsis that just comes up when you, when you Google <laughs> two. Jesse Walsh, Mark Patton, moves with his family into the home of lone survivor from the series of attacks of dream-stalking monster Freddy Krueger, Robert England. There, Jesse is bedeviled by nightmares and inexplicably violent impulses. It turns out, Freddy needs a host body to carry out his gruesome vendetta against the youth of Springwood, Ohio. While Freddy gains influence, Jesse and his girlfriend, Lisa, Kim Myers, race against the clock to try to figure out what's going on. 
I bet Lisa Myers does love him enough. I yeah, bet that's... that's probably it. Yeah, some bullshit like that. <laughs> In the third movie. Yeah, Dream Warriors. That that dude that dude gets walked off the building. The that's dude uh, that dude, Sean Astin. Yeah. Fucking Samwise Gamgee himself. That's why he was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I told you it's been a couple years since I did that binge, and once he again, was also just... the brother in Fifty First Dates. It's no steroids, <laughs> protein shake. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, he's funny. He is. Sean Astin's great actor. Yeah, fucking awesome. Wonderful performer. Um, hero of the world. So the yeah, there's uh, a girl who is uh, having night terrors. Or whatever. Freddy's attacking a bunch of kids in their dreams again. And of course, the parents don't believe them, as always. And so they all get sent, each one of them who is having these same dreams, gets sent to the psych ward, where they're being told they're having a group psychosis or group hallucination dreams, basically. Now, how does that actually make sense? It doesn't, really. But then the, the final girl from the first movie shows up, and this is all taking place six years after the first movie. Okay. Um, and she's gone to, to school for psychiatry and done lots of research about dreams and all sorts of things like this. Yeah, she's one of the doctors there. Uh, she's an intern. Ah. So she's not really a doctor. Ah. But she convinces the head doctor to give them all hypnosil, which is a, a, a drug that she takes that helps just stop people from dreaming. Okay. No dreams. All right. Not don't remember dreams. You don't have them. Is that... That's not possible. I don't know. But that's what the drug does. You can't really... And that's what's been enabling her to sleep for these last few years. I mean, I guess, but, like... I mean, I don't really have to explain how. It's an 80s movie. They're just gonna say that that drug works like that and Mm -hmm. move on, but... Yeah. What? So, he comes back... And the the kids start dying. Sean Astin, like you said, gets walked off a building. Um, another one of the kids uh, is fighting with him and gets thrown into a TV, and the TV explodes. Like, she gets her head oh, thrown yeah. into a CRT TV, and it explodes around her, and she dies that way. <laughs> Which is pretty funny, because they try to say she committed suicide, and she, her head in the TV, and her feet are hanging like a solid three feet <laughs> off of the ground, <laughs> and this is like a little tiny 80s, like, 23-inch TV or whatever. I'm yeah, like, like mounted yeah. up, in the, up in the corner. So she would have had to, like, and there's nothing nearby that she could have jumped off of, so she would have had to just, like, run and <laughs> leap up and just, like, head burst into the TV. Um, no, this movie also has probably, there's a lot of dialogue in these movies that is just not very good. Right. Doesn't, it's very dated. You also expect that from these movies. Like, uh, when, uh, Sean Astin's character dies, and they're like, uh, he was sleepwalking, or he wasn't sleepwalking or whatever, and like, the, the head doctor's just like, he committed suicide, he failed, he gave up, he disappointed all of you, he disappointed me, worst of all, he disappointed himself, and he's pointing at the kid's dead body, like, I'm like, 
what? You don't tell these kids that their friend is a failure. Like, like, excuse me? That's so fucked up. <laughs> no, that's right. I mean, you you know it was playing up like the the uselessness of like the psych wards and like <laughs> yeah the way the way the doctors are. But wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then like the other doctor that doesn't want to give them the drugs. The the snooty head lady doctor, she's always talking about how uh, their their bad dreams they're having are just a form of repressed guilt from having premarital sex and listening to rock and roll. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> like, these psychiatrists are fucking top notch. <laughs> all right, but eventually the the girl the the last one that gets put in the final girl of the movie gets uh, put in the psych ward, and and she has the power to lucid dream, essentially. Yeah. She can, she, she can, and pull, she can pull other people into their dream, into her yeah. dream. And so what happens is, is the final girl from the first movie um, gets them all together, and they start having group hypnosis sessions where... So wait a minute, wait a minute. I just thought about something. Is is this um, psychiatric ward on Elm Street? No, it's why not. is it affecting the children? Because from they Elm are the the children of the Elm Street parents. They are the children of Elm Street. Okay, they all lived on Elm, or they maybe not lived, but they are all from Elm Street originally, and so it's he can get to them. Okay, all right. Just clarify. That's what that. the first movie Final Girl says is because they're all Elm Street children. Okay. Um, if they're not the parents that did the murdering, what's the point of the revenging? Because those those parents already like at least that one set of parents moved out. And uh, I would assume Johnny Depp's I think Depp's it's just to keep left. torturing them, yeah. or just to torture the parents. Like, like, like yeah, you you killed me. Now I kill your kids. Well, right. Deal with that. But no, no, I get that. But like, this is like the next set of kids. Most of the parents that did the murdering no these are all these were just i guess babies at the time and didn't dream good enough maybe i don't know they okay. were too i don't i don't know but okay they, but the, the, they are the rest of the elm street kids all right all right what about what about the the why didn't anybody move after that <laughs> but also what about the 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 kid from the second one he's not around well, no, right. And he he You're just right. moved there. Yeah, I don't right. I don't know. It, that's what I'm saying. The the power set for Freddy is weird, and I'm having issues with. That's what this whole thing is based on. This is <laughs> the crux of my problem. I'm just not done describing the four movies to get through all of the different things that happen. Because now she pulls all these kids into her dream, and they all find out they have different quote unquote dream powers. Right. So each one of them is super in their own way in dreams. Basically, right, right. One of them gets super strength. One of them um, becomes cool and gets knives. I guess. Yeah, it's the Justice Dream League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of them uh, gets a the ability to talk and to just have a crazy supersonic yell. Yeah, because they don't talk in in the real world. Yeah, at all. they don't. They speak. used to be part of the debate team, but right. now they don't talk anymore. Yeah, because scared. Yeah. So now they're not they're not mute or anything. No, no. They just don't talk. Mhm. So um and so they go into the dream and you know they they fight Freddy 
or whatever. At the same time, final girl from the first movie, who's having a romance with the main doctor she's interning for, um, <laughs> is trying to now go... They realize that they can't kill Freddy because he's having visions of a nun who tells him that they can't actually kill Freddy unless they lay the spirit, the restless spirit to rest. He's not been buried in hallowed ground. He, doesn't, he didn't deserve hallowed ground. No, so what the parents did was they hid the bones after they killed him or whatever. They hid the body, right? Right. So, but unless he's buried in, in hallowed ground, his spirit won't be laid to rest and he will continue to try to kill these kids, right? Okay. So she goes and she finds her mom's dead. She goes and she finds her dad, right, who's a drunk at the bar. Perfect. And uh, bearing, bearing the weight of that guilt, the whole town decided on. <laughs> and um, he's sitting there and he refuses to tell her where the bones are. And then she realizes that some of the kids are in trouble because the kids are starting to die at this point. And so she runs off and the, the head doctor makes the dad go find the bones in what is the most hilarious fucking junkyard that you've ever seen in your life. Cars just stacked on top of cars, fucking stories tall in a, like, a labyrinth that they can drive a car through. <laughs> yeah. It's big enough for them to drive their Studebaker through or whatever yeah. the fuck they're... It's so funny. It's <laughs> hilarious. And then they get to the center and the, the her dad's like there in the Cadillac. And there's just like <laughs> the trunk of a car... That's like just pushed out. The, the bones are in, I guess. Okay. And um, considering power sets. Okay. So while they're trying to bury the bones in the reel, the kids and her final girl from the first movie and final girl from this movie plus all the other kids, right, are fighting Freddy in the dream. Some of the kids in the dream start dying off, and. Um, they're trying to bury the bones in the reel. Freddy realizes, somehow, that people are trying to bury his bones. Well, you'd feel that. If I, you were a dispossessed spirit, you'd feel your body get fucked with. I suppose, maybe. Like, like Ego knew something, there was there was something on his brain ball. Sure. When he was a person body, on his own planet body, mm-hmm. he felt there was something on his brain ball. He knew so, he was going to die. The That's dad, terrifying. <laughs> the dad, the first girl's dad, is taking the bones and he goes to put them in the hole that they dug, which they, they take the bones out of the Cadillac and then just right there in the fucking junkyard dig a hole. Because he's, he's got a, jo- a vial of holy water that he's going to pour on it. He stole holy water, which at the time I questioned, is stealing holy water make it not holy anymore? I, I mean, it's But that's a question for another day. Come on, that's <laughs> sinful. What? No, now I'm concerned. <laughs> so, that's no longer hallowed ground no matter how you slice it, but also throwing holy water on a junkyard doesn't feel like it's making it hallowed ground. It feels disrespectful on two counts. So they... <laughs> But then Freddy realizes he's being buried, so he pulls himself out of the dream where he's fighting the kids and inhabits his bones. Now that's silly. And then kills the first girl's from the first movie's dad. Okay, so she's she's a grown-up orphan. Yes, she's a grown-up orphan now. And then he knocks out the other doctor, and then 
drops out of the bones and back into the dream to keep killing the kids, right? Right. And so they're all fighting in the dream, and they all have these superpowers or whatever, right? Right. Or whatever. And then by the end of it, the first girl from the first movie dies. He he kills her. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor in the reel wakes up, throws a couple of handfuls of dirt across these bones and does like the thumb over the bottle splashes them and says like the demon be gone like some hail mary type prayer as right. he does it okay and in the dream as the bones are as the bones are being splashed with water where the water splashes freddy like starts to distort and he gets all burned he's like ah and it it banishes him and they all come out of the dream and the movie's over Okay. Right. A quick, quick note about powers in that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the person who did not speak, it would have been much more interesting if because they'd already said like, oh, he was on the debate team or whatever. Like, uh, like he'd already learned how to weaponize his voice and he got scared, so he was scared into silence. It would have been cool for him to weaponize the silence instead of using his voice again. Yeah. So he could, you know, learn to be a balanced person on top of fighting. Mm-hmm. That would have been an interesting take on that, I think. That's true. That's fair. Note Wes Craven, dead guy. And then the fourth movie. <laughs> fourth movie, which I believe is called... Um, nightmare on Elm Street for the final nightmare. And then maybe after that, Freddy's dead. Perhaps? Uh... The Dream Monster? That's the fourth... Dream Master. Dream Master. The Dream Master. Sorry, I was trying to read the title from a small picture. I just decided to click on it. Ah, the Dream Master. Yes. So, in Dream Master, right, three of the... the, I guess there's the final girl and then two of her friends. The kid that uh, couldn't talk from before and the kid with the super strength. Right. They all... Wouldn't, Wouldn't talk. Wouldn't talk. Whatever. I want to clarify that. Yes, because in this movie, he does talk. He talks just fine. That was a choice. That was a choice he made. Also, I'm not sure they got the same actress back between the third and fourth movie for the final girl from... But it doesn't matter, because she dies pretty early on anyway. All three of them do, in fact. Oh. Freddy comes back and kills all three of them. How? Right? Um... So does his, she, does his bones get it, unholy water? No, yeah. So it's we. Somebody so, pressure washes bones. So this is this is how it happens, <laughs> right? She, at the very beginning of the movie, pulls the the other two kids into one of her dreams, okay. or whatever, and she's like, "He's back, Freddy's back." You, like we need to be careful, Freddy's back, and they're like, "He's not back," and they're like, "Look, feel the boiler. The boiler's cold." Like, like why is the boiler still there? Well, it's in her dream. Okay. And uh, and she they're all like it's it's cold. Like he's gone. They're, he they, you don't have to worry about it. And they're like and you really need to move on from this. She's like like you you're going to antagonize it more if you keep doing this. Right. And she's like I'm sorry or whatever and they kind of berate her a little bit for keep pulling because apparently this happens fairly frequently. <laughs> they're trying to sleep and she's just like get into my dream. He's back and they're like no, the fuck he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one of the super strong one, I think his name was Kincaid in the movie. That's a good name. Yeah. And, uh, it's a strong name. I like that name. 
he uh, goes into his dream, and in the first time they bring, uh, she brings them in that you see, like, his dog comes jumping out of the boiler and bites her arm, and when she wakes up, like, his dog has, like, blood all over its mouth and her arm's all bloody or whatever, you know? Oh, right, right. In their separate houses, apart yeah. from each other or whatever, yeah. And, um, and then she, he goes to sleep, like, the next night or whatever, right? And in his dream, he's in, like, the junkyard, like, a big junkyard, and then his dog is there, right? Mm -hmm. And his dog, like, rolls up and then, like, growls and snarls at him and then goes to, like, lift its leg on where Freddy is clearly buried because there's, like, it's more buried than it was left in the last movie, but it is clearly just, like, a little mound of dirt or whatever. Uh And the dog lifts its leg to take a piss and a stream of fire comes out of it. (laughs) No, And then the bowels of hell open up for a moment and the bones reform and it's like almost like a almost claymation but it's a, a, just old cgi so wait did i he the dog pissed on his bones the dog pissed fire on his bones okay and, and well, well, in a this, dream okay is this a devil dog no it's just a normal dog all right in a dream this happens and and that brings freddy back in this movie uh and then he kills kincaid and then um, he goes in that same night and kills and kills the other kid, uh, the one that, that wouldn't talk. Okay. Um, he does that by, so we have seen him do the bed trick before, you know, where he pulled Johnny Depp into the bed yeah, that was yeah. all blood and everything. Yeah, and for whatever reason, his parents didn't move away. Yeah, um, so we get kind <laughs> yeah. of a, a similar thing he to... He move after that, right? They did move. They did? They did. Okay, they didn't have any other kids that were involved in the sequels? No. Okay, all right. Um, you think no, you'd none of them to... really have siblings, except for the girl in this movie has a sibling, but... Uh, he dies, so. Okay. Um, and so, where was I? Jo- <laughs> the kid is, like, laying on bed, and we get, like, a kind of a recreation of that, where he's laying on a waterbed, um, but then all of a sudden it's just see-through waterbed, and he looks down, and he sees, like, a naked mermaid swimming around in his waterbed, and he's like, whoa, what a th- awesome, or whatever. Right. And then Freddy shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, how's this for a wet dream? And he drowns the kid he like pushes him through into the waterbed and then when the kid's mom comes to find him in the morning she pulls the sheets off the waterbed and he is there in his waterbed drowned okay like inside of it right it's not popped or anything. it's not popped or anything it's still full of water and he is floating inside the waterbed drowned oh hi. and what yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, when the final girl from the the third movie, Dream Warriors, dies, um, apparently Freddy can't get to to new kids. He can only get to Elm Street kids. He can he can't get to new kids unless they dream about him. Okay. And so, so what happens he's contagious. is, uh, yeah, kind of. So what happens is is um, the girl from the last movie who could pull people into her dreams or whatever right when he he makes her after he's killed all the other elm street kids he's like pull someone into the dream or whatever and he like <laughs> forces her to pull someone else into the dream and he pull she ends up pulling in one of her friends alice who is like 
notorious for just being a daydreamer. Like, she just zonks out, like, real hard, just daydreaming about shit constantly. Here comes Alex. And, um... And so, but then when Freddy, like, he says thank you, or whatever, and then she tells Alice to run, and and this movie is full of Freddy doing Alice in Wonderland puns and jokes. Of course. Um... And and then he he throws girl final girl from the third movie into the the boiler into the furnace. He just oh. chucks it. And then but before he does, she goes, "You're going to need my power." And like a fucking sorcerer, throws out her hand, and a little ball of light flies from her and into Alice. Okay. So now Alice has some of her traits and her dream powers, apparently. Well, I mean, that's a nice thing to hand off. And, I mean, if you feel... Like, it is dream stuff, so if you feel like, you know, I'm going to die, I might as well, like, release all my energy, you'd probably be able to do that in a dream. It's also funny because that is the crux of what causes the problems for the rest of the movie, as Alice at first doesn't realize she has this power, and ends up unintentionally just feeding some of her classmates to Freddy as she's daydreaming in class. <laughs> and, um... And, but for each one that dies, they also, unintentionally, give her their power. So she starts picking up traits of all the other people throughout this movie. And and this movie does have some of, like, the funniest bits and pieces. Like, her brother is hilarious. He's super into, like karate stuff in his uh, garage area is just like a big workout den where he jams out to badass 80s tunes and does <laughs> shitty karate moves all night long. It, it's it, There's some really funny bits in this movie that I really appreciated. Fantastic. Um, but then at the end of this movie, she gets all these different powers and she brings people into the dream to help her and almost everyone dies except for one person. And uh, then he gets pulled out of the dream because he was in a surgery in real life. And then the doctors wake him up and they're like, you're safe. We saved you. (laughs) And he's like, no, she's going (laughs) to (laughs) die. And um, but what happens is, is there's a rhyme, a rhyme about the dream master, um, which is combined with a really basic uh, prayer. It's, okay. it's like a, a rhyme and a, a nursery rhyme and a prayer combined into one thing, essentially. Is this anything like Page Master? No, eh, not really. I haven't seen that in a very long time, so I might be wrong. That's but. one of my favorites. Um. Anyway, what she does is she show, picks up a piece of stained glass at the end of the movie because all the different powers she got and all the different things, none of it mattered. It doesn't matter. He's still. He keeps coming. He keeps regrowing himself. He gets to do the really cool thing where he's like, "You can't kill me. I'm eternal." <laughs> and like he, he literally is in her face, like pointing, telling her that he's eternal. And I'm like, "That's a good line." And he delivered it very well. Ah, uh, yes, that was good. Um, but then Robert England is eternal. Yeah. But then, so she picks up a piece of stained glass, shows him his own face, and repeats this nursery rhyme prayer a couple of times. And that banishes and kills Freddy. Okay. I have not seen the last couple, so I don't know how he comes back. But given all of this information, 
the the way you get rid of him is extremely inconsistent. The way that he can enact with people in the real world and kill, is very inconsistent right. throughout all four of these movies. And I want an explanation for why that fucking is. Um, because Wes, Wes Craven was making campy, silly horror. And uh, he just, he wrote it for the bit. He's like a tune. Wes Craven's like a tune. Like a, a horror tune. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful man. May he rest in peace. But uh, yeah, I think the, the, base, the base thing is that he was trying to freak people out with stuff that was still very, very funny to him. Mm-hmm. And so anything he thought was funny and worked just tangentially with what he was doing at the moment, I think he would put that in. So you think it just was because there wasn't a lot of thought put into it? I think, like, the overall lore of the situation was not considered most of the time, no. (laughs) I think for the most part, he was writing silly movies, and they all had the same main bad guy. It's just, but they're all, con- they go in an order. There's a, there's a timeline to it. There has to have been consideration for the lore. I mean, there was consideration for, like... It's not like it's set up like an episode of Family Guy where it just resets when you're done. Well, no, okay, so there was backstory and there was consideration for the previous movies, but there wasn't lore. I don't think there was a lore bible on this production. Those exist on many productions. I think there even is something like that for Family Guy. (laughs) I mean, if there's not, they should. They're really repeating themselves a lot. I haven't watched in so long. I would not know. I I haven't watched in a couple years, but the last, like, season I watched, I was like, these three episodes are those three episodes. Like, you just, (laughs) these are just updated, like, you covered yourself. They're just one-for-ones. Like, nearly. (laughs) Less cutaways and more, like trying to send some kind of message <laughs> like like they somehow have a moral compass all of a sudden like they never didn't have a moral compass but it's like really ham-fisted moral messages sometimes you know like, yeah damn dude shut up <laughs> cut away to a fart please <laughs> that's literally what i come here for i i don't i'm not i do not turn on family guy to to be like stimulated with my intellectual humor. That's yeah, yeah. I go for there for giggity fart. <laughs> Done. Giant chicken fight. Yeah. And honestly, some of the new episodes are like more problematic than the old ones because they're just going for shock value. Uh huh. And just like, damn, dude, Quagmire used to be a friendly like. Like, he was a bit of salty, and you definitely wouldn't leave your life, wife alone with him, but you, like, also wouldn't expect him to actually rape anybody. Uh, huh? Now, now, you definitely would expect that. <laughs> like, he, they haven't made him do that on the show yet, have they? <laughs> that would be unfortunate. He got, he literally got arrested for peeping in women's stalls. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Damn. I, they've, they've made a lot of allusions to date rape. Yeah. A lot. A lot, a lot. When he was on the, what was that, The Bachelorette? Yeah. <laughs> Just had her had her flip-flop. Mm-mm. Took that in with him. Yeah. yeah well, no. he was dragging her at first, and yeah. then they caught him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was the Family Guy diatribe in the <laughs> Freddy Krueger episode. Um, but, yeah, my uh, the point of that was, like, I don't think... 
they've got a lore Bible as much as they should, and uh, they definitely didn't have a full-on lore Bible for this. I think, I think there was loose rules in Craven's head as he was doing it, and then like, if something didn't work, he'd slightly adjust it, and he didn't really pay attention to the adjustments as they like overlapped mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think it, as long as it worked for the story he was trying to tell, he made it work for that. I feel like maybe the third one was supposed to be the last one. With the yeah. with the hallowed ground, use the holy water, banish the spirit kind of ideal. Yeah. Because then to just bring him back in a dream with dog piss that is fire feels... You're literally pissing on the grave. So, like, it feels like it was a meta for... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get that. But it the if it had, if the dog had gone and pissed on the grave in the real, then right. I would have been like, "Okay, yeah, the grave has been desecrated to to a sense." Well, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe if you watched it again, you'd see that like there was there was some level of like this is the real graveyard and there is a dog actually pissing. It's just like in the dream it's seen this way. No, because as that scene ends, he it so after he wakes, Freddy gets up or whatever, and the kid like is like, oh, his dog has already run away. Like his dog snaps out of whatever it was in, and like runs off, and then the kid. Like, also, eventually, is like, oh, shit, I gotta get out of here. And then he runs off, and then he just, like, hides in the junkyard. He pushes a car on Freddy, and then, like, thinks he wins. And then Freddy shows up anyways and, like, kills him. Just, like, stabs him through the gut or whatever, right? Right. And this kid, then it it zooms out as he's yelling for help from his friend the one that can pull them into dreams normally, who is keeping herself awake at home because she's afraid. Right. Um, he's no more like, of that drug? No, this is before the drug. Oh, okay. From no. the third one? Oh, wait. No more of no, that? Yeah, apparently no more of that. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> get mentioned at all in the fourth movie. Now that you mention it, yeah. There is zero mention of that drug in, in the fourth movie. That's fantastic. I, I think it does show up in Freddy vs. Jason, if that, I remember right. That's silly. Um, oh, yeah, don't they inject it into Freddy? Yeah, I think they might. And So, like, he no longer is capable of being a dream because he can't dream himself? Maybe. But then they pull Freddy into the reel to fight Jason That's in that right. movie. Maybe maybe they just pull him out of the dream with that by doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They and inject him with that in the dream, and it pulls him into the reel, so then he has to fight Jason. Yeah. That he, movie's fucking weird. He decapitates Jason, but... Um, the, no, I think no, he just throws way, him in the lake. Other way around. Yeah. Other way around. Freddy gets decapitated, and yeah. then... And then he throws Jason in the lake. Yeah. Well, we should watch that movie at some point. Yeah, it's, then... it's, we should do it for bad movies. Yeah. Um, but so, it, as, as, as in the dream, that zooms out of the dream, and it shows that he's just on an entire planet that is that junkyard. Just mm-hmm. a big labyrinth junkyard planet. And then in the reel, it shows him, like, flinching like he's being stabbed. No blood anywhere or anything like that. And then he clearly just slumps and dies. And his dog... 
this is like probably one of the saddest parts of the movie. His dog is like awake on the bed and like whining and like licking his cheek Aww. and trying to wake him up. Is it like it zooms out of the top of his house or whatever? Oh, I I bet like ninety percent bet that they couldn't use blood in that scene. Uh, or stab wounds because the dog would have been distracted and licking at the, whatever they used for it. Yeah, probably. They had to leave it be sad, so they let let it be bloodless. Mm-hmm. Probably that makes a lot of sense. But Don't so worry, dogs are kids. There was no anything in that the the grave remains undisturbed completely. Okay. It all happened in a dream, and it only apparently had to happen in a dream to bring Freddy back. Life is but a dream. <laughs> that that That's a bit he does at one time, right? Freddy? Maybe, yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure I can remember him going, row, row, <laughs> row your boat. You know? Yeah. Maybe, Bitch. May, maybe we're just imagining that because it's really easy to imagine him doing things like that. Yeah. If you can think of a really fun one-liner for Freddy. Well, like, Life is But a Dream is such an easy one. Yeah. For it's right? like, it's right there. It's a childhood song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I mean, if, if they didn't do that at any point in time, that was a misstep. Yeah. Perhaps an absolute failure. I mean, like I said, in the fourth movie, you get the absolute gem of, how's this for a wet dream? Yeah. So, <laughs> which is great. That is brilliant. The second movie is full of just, kill for me. He keeps telling this kid to kill for him. That's, that, that's all he wants. That's fun. Love that. Kill for me. What's his name? Jeremy? Some bullshit like that? I don't remember what you said earlier. Jeremy Renner? I don't know. I, did, I really didn't like the second movie very much. It sounds like that was fair. It doesn't sound like it was very good. I also, once again, just don't remember it at all. <laughs> and I, I watched, I watched them in a row. I remember I took it, took a day and just watched them in a row because I found them at a pawn shop, the Ford set. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, fucking, I'm doing nothing. I don't have anything going on at this moment. Like that was years ago. So I guess it's been a couple years since I actually watched them because that was. Before I had my older son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was quite a few years ago then. Yeah, geez. All right. <laughs> I should go back and watch these again. But yeah, I don't. I just don't remember the second one at all. Just. It's a pretty forgettable movie. I also don't remember much of it. I didn't remember that it was Sean Astin that did that part, but I did remember that kid from that part. Like I specifically remember. Oh, in the his, third one. Yeah, I yeah. remembered his whole bits. Mm-hmm. Like his skin got peeled off from like the the hangnail or like yeah, yeah. Well, no yeah. it like peeled up to like yeah the, no, his wrists and the tops of his feet and he was being used like a marionette. That's right, that's right. So good, it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. The third one is quite good. I the fourth one not as good as the third, but still better than the second one. I'm not sure which one of... I, I'm going to hold off saying which one I like the most until I see the last couple. All right. I am also just very excited to see Wes Craven's new Nightmare. Like... Fair enough. Yeah. I, I just... I wanted to watch the rest of the Freddy movies, obviously, before I watched that one. But, like, I am very excited to see that. I haven't seen that one at all, and I'm just I, like... I've never seen that one either. I've always, I've heard about it, and I've always thought that it sounds very interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, 
he's not consistent. That's your whole thing, right? That's my whole issue, yeah, right now, is that he's it's very inconsistent. Like, his power set and the way you both get rid of him and or bring him back is very... Inc- the only real consistency is that he only goes after the Elm Street kids, and once they were all dead, he needed help to get to the rest of them. Technically, the girl with all the powers is still alive at the end of the fourth one, so there is someone to bring back and and use as a, a gimme if you you know for him to get more kids. Right. As, well, as only if she passes off her powers to another person, I guess though, and that's just using the exact same trope they did with the fourth movie. Well, I mean, they could easily do um, a more realistic desecration of his gravesite where they like dig it up, mm-hmm. and then it like that expands from Elm Street a little bit, or it could be the Elm Street kids or parents going back to, like, undo or redo the thing. My thing is, is if he can pull himself out of dreams and, like, utilize his bones, as shown in the third movie, why doesn't he do that more often? Yeah. yeah seems... He killed one of the parents that way. You can, you could, you don't have to go for the kids. You can go kill the parents. Yeah. Use the bones, man. Just be a walkie skeleton. Yeah. Skeleton. Like, I don't understand why why that's not more of a thing. Yeah, that's like, that's a pretty useful fucking tool you got in your arsenal there. Yeah, for real. You don't really need claws when you, like, manifest skin or, like, bone claws. Like, have you seen finger bones? Right. Like, if you were just sturdy and, like, held up with whatever dream magic he is, like... You could just stab right through somebody with finger bones. Yeah. Like, and that's a power they only ever used that one time to kill that one person. Uh, let me give you a hand. And he just, like, stabs him with his whole, like, forearm. Oh, man. Do you know how much I would love to see an Evil Dead movie where it's just Ash fighting Freddy's reanimated skeleton? Oh, that would be good. But also, I feel like um, Ash would take no time in desecrating the entire set of remains by just annihilating the pieces <laughs> with his boomstick. I think that Freddy might be able to s- to survive a blast or two of the boomstick. He's got I... the dream magic. Well, Cuz yeah. he's going to start off the movie by going into Ash's dreams and fucking with him there. Well, fair enough, but like the it's the, th- and then he just think... realizes that Ash's dreams are too crazy, so he comes to the real to kill him. <laughs> that would be a good bit. Um, <laughs> I, do you think, like, if if you exploded Freddy's skull with a shotgun blast, the pieces would be able to recon- reconstitute? Oh, maybe. Based on the powers seen, it's possible. Like, can he control like, all Like, Majin Buu style. Like, all the fragments just come back together. It's possible. I feel like it'd be really interesting and kind of scary to see that happen and see it go wrong a little bit. <laughs> so, like, all the pieces of the skull are back where they, like, it at the skull area. Yeah. And they're not quite in the right spot. Just, like, a Picasso'd, but just a tiny bit. Yeah, just, just like, slightly off. And mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be really scary for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I think that would have that uncanny valley vibe about it that normally doesn't get you. Yeah, yeah. But if it's bones, yeah, don't don't do bones wrong. 
we said to everyone trying to build a dinosaur since the time of ever. Yeah. Don't do bones wrong. Stop God, doing bones God wrong. Damn it, we don't really know what any of it looked like because you keep doing bones wrong. Stop doing the bones wrong. There's a couple right ways to do bones. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't either. I just hope for the full skeleton. That way I can be like, I didn't need to mess with the bones. It's all just there. <laughs> Sounding like we're just going on digs regularly. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I hope for just the full skeleton too. But you know, <laughs> it really works out that way. That's, that's what we got the testers for. <laughs> I just dig. I'm a digger man. That's what they call me. They call me the digger man. The digger. I find the bones. <laughs> I find the bones and I softly polish them off with my little brushy brush. I'm the digger man. <laughs> sure. Yes. Gonna, I am the digger man. I'm going to brush off them Freddy bones. Find them Freddy bones, brush them off, get stabbed by a rib. Get <laughs> stabbed by a rib or maybe a whole hand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The very, very inconsistent. Uh, sometimes he affects real life. Sometimes he just affects dreams. Sometimes. Yeah, and once again, I think most of that is probably for practical or budgetary effect. Well, and then, like, because once again, going back to, like, sometimes Johnny Depp gets pulled into a bed and a fountain of blood in the real gushes everywhere. Right. And then sometimes, like, in the fourth movie, he grabs, this is probably the the, the most, he was definitely a pedophile. Uh, he grabs, like, this high school, they're in a physics test, and the girl's daydreaming, and she accidentally pulls one of her classmates in, right? Uh-huh. And he goes up to the classmate. And he pulls her out of her, he grabs her by her face, and he pulls her up out of the the desk, and he's like, give me a kiss! And he just, like, <laughs> slops a kiss on her, and it just, like, sucks until she, she deflates like a balloon. <laughs> and then he throws, like, this husk of a body back into the 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 seat or whatever right that's very beetlejuice and then yeah yeah it felt very beetlejuice at the time it, it looks very beetlejuice too and um and then the girl wakes up from uh, her daydream or whatever and the girl has asthma in real life and so she suffers a fatal asthma attack in the <laughs> middle of class that's their their one for one for those two things happening he sucked the air out of her in the dream right. deflating her so she had an asthma attack in real life. I'm like, that feels kind of flimsy to me. Yeah, she should have just been flattened. Yeah. That would have been more interesting. Like, yeah, because, yeah, based every, on... Everybody just turns around and this girl's flat like that weed commercial. Yeah, like just a deflated us because based on powers seen before, that's totally possible. Yeah. And then, then and the third everybody movie... could react and just be like, oh my god, what the actual fuck? Who th do we call about this? The third movie, he uses their dreams to manipulate them in the real to make it look like they commit suicide. Right, right. Why does he do that? Yeah, I don't know. He like, just because kill his them. powers are fucking inconsistent, is why. He could just kill them, right? Why can't he just kill them? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Like, I, I get the theatrics of, like, the, 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 the puppetry. Like, that, that makes sense to me just because Freddy's, you know, a showman. But, mm -hmm. like, 
I don't get making them all do that. Yeah, yeah, making, framing them all as suicides is weird when you were clearly not worried about that any other time before. No, I mean, that one guy in the first one looked like he hung himself, right? Or did he actually hang himself? No, he didn't actually hang himself. They made, the guy in the, the jail cell, they, yeah, they just, he, I guess it looked like he probably could have done it, yeah. I suppose, but like. Yeah, because that's what they said. That's that's mm-hmm. that's why that wasn't like suspicious and more suspicious anyway. Well, cause... except that she was running up there screaming, "He's about to be killed! He's gonna die! He's gonna fucking die! Let me in to see him!" And then they go to look at him, and he's dead. And they're like, "Hmm, we don't want to be wrong, so suicide." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is most of the adults in these movies. The adults in these movies are just fucking useless. Yeah, they're not. They're not real good at um, paying attention to circumstances. Like I like I said, I just feel like most people would move away from that area if multiple children died and you had children. Mm-hmm. Like I I if that happened on my block, like look that that bloody bed scene that would get around. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not being involved in anything that causes that. I am selling my house and I am leaving. I don't think you would have been part of the the troop of parents that went and burned Fred Krueger in his boiler room though either no i don't think i would have unless but he had I... previously taken one of your children right in which case you would have been yeah but, but i i don't know i that's kind of a it's, it's kind of a toss-up i i eh. i feel like you're more of a i mean he gets off on a technicality i guess which is why they go burn him oh, it's yeah. not like they they did they tried the justice system it failed so they took matters in their own yeah, hands so yeah i'd probably i'd probably be in the mob honestly yeah, yeah yeah so your kids are fucked yeah sorry yeah, well i mean i mean mine look, too look, i'd probably be there with you yeah it's, it's weird because like the whole thing of his thing is like revenge for revenge mm-hmm. and so is this is this whole series just like an eye for an eye makes everyone blind and we should just like forgive and forget when people kill children no, <laughs> I think it's more just th- he was too angry to move on. Well, like so, they did a big revenge, and uh, after after he he did a big bad, they did a big revenge, like in a brutal way. So, like he does a bigger revenge, and like, yeah. So that's that's the eye for an eye thing. Like that's. That's the point of that statement. Well, the the kids keep saying that they're paying for the sins of their parents. Yeah, the sins that, of the father. Re- yeah, that's a repeated thing throughout the movie. Is that all the kids apparently think they shouldn't have burned Fred Krueger because now they have to deal with Dream Fred Krueger. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, also as a as a teenager, you'd have this like, I definitely had like a stronger sense of like, what you should and should not do like as an absolute. Instead of seeing more oh. of a, a gray area, yeah. or everything un- when under- you're a kid works in blacks and whites. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, you would just see like, my parents should not have killed somebody. It doesn't matter what happened before that. My parents should not have killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like fully understand the technicality of getting off like that, or like, uh, the the depth of like feeling as a parent even. Like, mm-hmm. just 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 the levels of understanding you don't have when you are intellectually a teenager, 
It's not their fault. It's just like you you would not get it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So like they, they that's a solid reason for that, but also they probably shouldn't have killed a guy like <laughs> I I mean just uh, send him send him away. Like it it would be real easy to just banish a guy. Like banished. Yeah. <laughs> Never so, be seen on Elm Street again. Well, no one be seen in in this area ever again. Like, I mean, I guess that's just sending him off to do more harm. It's <coughs> see, it's such a hard moral question. That's <laughs> it's really a toss up yeah. as far as like what what you really should do. With Maybe that's someone. another episode. Do you or don't you kill Fred Krueger? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a full episode. Maybe the end of an episode question. Because like we've discussed it at this point. Like, <laughs> but honestly, the 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 fact that you know he did go through the legal system and got off fine is is the problem yeah mhm but also revenge is bad <laughs> revenge is usually bad yeah usually yeah maybe you just cut off his balls like oh like sin city yeah like seriously maim him and and like call it a day. Except in Sin City, I mean, the guy turned himself yellow to get that back, and then it happened again. Yeah, Sin City's a good movie. Sin City's a really good movie. It's a really fucking good movie. But yeah, no, uh, what you do is you you get you get a big old tarp or something, and you put it in the back seat of a car, and you throw you f- throw a fucking Freddy Krueger in there. And then, like, probably tied up to some degree. And then you uh, fucking pull down his pants, you chop off his balls, and you throw him out front of the hospital. I need a straight razor, a needle and thread, and a mirror. <laughs> What's the mirror for? So you can watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Jessica Walters. <laughs> But yeah, I would, I would absolutely support maiming and or castrating, depending on the circumstances. Yeah, make him a eunuch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then. Yeah, but I mean, that might open him up to doing more perverted shit to people, though. Like, like. Well, look, if that really didn't teach him a lesson, like he really didn't learn from. Like, he just gets worse from there. Oh yeah, then 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 you probably just put a bullet in his head. Mm-hmm. really shouldn't burn people alive. It's a really brutal way to kill somebody. Yeah. I mean, depending on exactly what... We never exactly get the details of what he did to the kids before he died, so... Well, well right, but, like... I mean, in the reboot, you get too much. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... From what I've heard, I don't think I've seen the reboot, but from what I've heard, know. you get way too much. Just do it mafia style and leave him out. Like, bag over the head... Yeah, maybe Give him a pair of concrete shoes. Yeah, do something like that. Maybe uh maybe firing line with a bunch of people from the neighborhood and you all have like, you know, just before you push him off the pier, you'd be like, "Don't worry. I've heard drowning's actually really peaceful." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you'll just have, you know, somebody else load up all the clips so everybody's got like like one bullet between everybody. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, they all shoot and one person hits. You don't know who. You know what I just thought of that sounds terrifying and awful? What? Is the whole concrete shoes thing, right? But they take you out to, like, deep ocean. So when you get pushed off, you don't hit the bottom and drown. Before you ever drown, the concrete shoes just, like, throw you down to the bottom. Uh-huh. And you just die of the pressure as you just suck down to the bottom. Uh-huh. That'd be brutal. That would suck. <laughs> that's a that's a neat thing you just said. <laughs> Future D and D campaigns await. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I I think I've vented for a bit now about this inconsistency. We haven't reached a conclusion about it, but I haven't reached a conclusion of the movies yet either. So. Oh, oh yeah. No, I was gonna say one thing about your inconsistencies is that. Literally most of it is for story or budget reasons, 100% of the time. Yes. I, like, I, I guarantee you that that is the actual reason for everything that you are worried or concerned about. Because there's um, there's no way that Wes Craven would pass up a good shot if he had to, like, do an extra or lose a special effect. Mm-hmm. Like, like the dog shot. Yeah. Like, 100%, they just couldn't put blood on that guy because that dog was going to start licking that instead of his face. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, any, any time that there's not something happening in the reel, it's for a shot or for budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. It just... The, the power set itself is it, that that's what bothers me because I I'm a lore guy I like the consistency of story a lore what Fred, Freddy's consistency is just it's just not there for me it doesn't seem like it's there for Freddy no it really doesn't use them bones man talk about them bones <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.